0: It's time for another episode of squaring up the sharp. We are here for, uh, you know, just right before week 15 action. We're, we're here on a Saturday and me and Austin just realized that we got games today. So we're, uh, we're ready for it and we're, uh, we're going to jump right into it. I'm Max Carroll joined by the aforementioned Austin Weinrich. How are you doing today, Austin? I'm doing good. Uh, the NFL said,
1: uh, fuck you, NCAA, uh, which is on Saturday. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we were just talking about that. We were like, hey, uh, you know, normally they don't start these games on Saturdays until week 16 because of you got championship weekend in college. And uh, yeah, they just said, hey, you know, we're, we're not concerned with what you got going on. We got we got bigger things to worry about. So, uh, yeah, we got Saturday football here. We got the Bills and Broncos followed by the Panthers and the, the Packers. And uh, we're going to get to some of those games uh, coming up. But we, we're going to start with a little little segment here. Uh, we're going to call it the in and out segment and we got the playoff picture up and Austin, I'm going to go through some of these teams that are, uh, that are either in the hunt or some division races going on. And I want to get your thoughts on who you think is in and out and and why. So we're going to start, we're going to jump right into this. All right. So I'll start off with the one, the one and two uh, seeds in each division or in each conference, right? We have the Chiefs at number one. They're 12 and one in the AFC, and the Steelers are number two. They're 11 and two. They've lost two games in a row now, right? So the Bills are kind of in that, in that mix, all right? In the NFC, we have the Packers are the first seed with a 10 and three record, and the Saints are right there with a 10 and three record as well at the as the number two seed, all right? So. <clears throat> Let's start with the AFC and then we'll we'll run down the uh the list here. So Steelers are 11 and 2, lost 2 in a row. The Bills are right there. You think the Steelers hold on to that number 2 spot?
1: Uh no. I actually think the Bills should jump them. I think didn't they have a head-to-head matchup already?
0: Yeah, they played last week. Uh the Bills beat the Steelers straight yep. up, so they do have the head-to-head. So the the Bills have not clinched the division yet. Actually, the Dolphins are still there. But you, uh, I'm assuming by, by you saying that that the you're expecting the Bills to win the division, the Dolphins are uh, they don't have a shot in your mind.
1: No, I, everything would need to go perfectly for the Dolphins to win the division.
0: And okay, so all right, so you have the Bills jumping the Steelers to get that number two seed. Uh, which would be kind of interesting. Steelers starting off eleven and zero, losing two games in a row. The last one to the, uh, they, the last one they lost to the Redskins, right? And um, not that, not the, sorry, the Washington Football Team. So, um, no, actually, the, they lost to the, the Washington Football Team and then the Bills. So, yep. uh, that's two losses in a row. Now we scroll down to. Uh, the, the four seed that right now is the Tennessee Titans. Remember got seven teams in the playoffs this year. All right, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that we have an extra wild card now. Um, but the, uh, the Titans are in that four seed right now. They're tied. You know, they have the tiebreaker against the Colts, but, uh, both teams are nine and four who wins that division. Well,
1: the Titans have the Lions this week, which should be an easy victory, which with no Stafford.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, Colts play the Texans this week.
1: Yep, so that should be an easy victory. So then we're going on to Week 16, which actually, let me pull up Week 16 schedule. I think the uh, Colts finish off with two games against the Texans, two other next three games.
0: So they have the Texans, and then they play the Steelers on the road, and then they are home against the Jaguars. So they should finish 11-5. and five at the worst, All right? And then, I mean, they could be the Steelers. Uh, that's definitely possible. They could win out. While the Titans have
1: the Packers, and they finish off with
0: the Texans.
1: I assume the Texans, because it's always a divisional game.
0: Yeah, so they should win two out of three as well. So, uh, yeah.
1: You know, the Titans, because they have the Head to head, somehow. So you um, don't
0: think so? You don't think the Colts will win out? You you think both teams will finish eleven and five? Yeah, that's typical AFC South fashion. It's actually. I wonder. W- I wonder when the last time the division winner won eleven games. I feel like AFC South every year the division winner is a nine win team because they just beat up on each other.
1: Uh, maybe the Texans one year. They might have had a good year when they were like eleven and five or something
0: before Bill O'Brien or after
1: um maybe it might have been like a match shop team or something
0: I think <laughs> you're right it might have been like Bill O'Brien's first year or something like that um, all right, so you have the Titans holding on to that fourth seed um they do have you know when you when you look at how could they move up to that three seed the Steelers are. The Steelers have the head to head win against the Titans. So chances are, you know, if the Steelers win one more game, they they should be pretty much locked into that. At least the three seed, right?
1: Yeah, the problem is with the uh Titans, you actually want the Steelers to win week sixteen. You can't have the Colts beating them because odds are then the Colts are jumping you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, then that, that puts the Colts in a pretty good position to win out and uh and win the division at twelve and four. Uh so that so some interesting division races, right? So you have the Titans winning the AFC South and uh maintaining that fourth seed. Now we get into the wild card here. We have the Browns at nine and four. All right. We have the Brown and I'll I'll give you the rundown here. We have the Browns at nine and four, the Colts at nine and four in the sixth seed, Dolphins in the seventh seed at eight and five, followed up by the Ravens at eight and five, the Raiders who just had a terrible loss to the Chargers at uh at seven and seven they're the ninth seed Patriots at six and seven Broncos at five and eight. So I think those are the teams that still have a chance, uh, and what you want to eliminate the Broncos and the Patriots right now. Yeah. And the Raiders and the Raiders. All right. So this, so this comes down to basically, uh, how can the Ravens squeak into this playoff which we've said last week they needed they obviously needed to win that game against the Browns in order to uh, have a shot here. Uh, they have two they're 2-0 two against the Browns. So if they finish with the same record, they'll jump the, the Browns. Yeah. So uh, do you think that that happens? Uh no, have you looked at the
1: uh, Browns schedule? The Browns get the the COVID Giants who will be out without uh Jason Garrett.
0: Let's talk about that for a second.
1: As the offensive coordinator. No, you know
0: what? Let's, let's save that. Let's <laughs> save that for the NFC because we're going to talk about the Giants in a second here. But
1: And then next week, week 16, the Browns get the Jets. Yep. And then they'll finish off against the Steelers.
0: All right, so let's say they go 2-1, and one, right?
1: So that means they're a game ahead of the Ravens. The Ravens need to win out. They have the Jaguars this week, which should be an easy victory.
0: Yeah. They I mean they could. Look at their schedule. <laughs> they got the the Jaguars at home, the Giants at home, and then on the road against they could they they're probably going to win out. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, they're going to they could they're going to finish 11 and 5. The Browns are going to have to beat the Steelers week 17, depending yeah. on what the Steelers have to play for, you never know.
1: Yep. I mean, you do have Miami who gets the Raiders week 16 this week, they're playing the Patriots and then week 17, they're actually playing the bills, the dolphins. Yes. Week 17. So
0: I honestly, I think the, I think if you look at the Browns, Colts, dolphins, Ravens, and you ask me which team is going to be out. I'm, I'm saying the Browns right now. Hmm. I'm saying the Browns because the Dolphins. Well, I don't know actually. the The Dolphins' schedule. You just. I know you just said it, but I want to take a little look at it. Patriots, Raiders, Bills. So you know, let's say they go two and. Hey, it it depends on what teams have to play for, right? If well. the Bills win the next two games and they're twelve and three, and they're locked into that
1: three uh, or two spot. That's could the, be. With the Steelers. Is the Steelers could have nothing to play for week seventeen. And the Steelers are definitely an old team that needs a rest. Yeah. I mean Big Bens looked old these last
0: couple weeks. So the Steelers play the Bengals this week. They're gonna win that game. Alright, they go to twelve and two. This is what this is what we end up doing at this point in the year because
1: and then the Steelers have the Colts week sixteen and then week seventeen is like and we said. Browns.
0: Yeah. So let's just let's just say the let's say the, the Steelers beat the Bengals. They lose to the Colts and they beat the Browns, right? They finish with thirteen wins. The Bills need to win out in order to jump them. So it's gonna I don't think anybody's gonna have a break here. I don't think anybody's going to go into week 17 saying, ah, we're locked into this seed. Let's, uh, you know, like. No, I that
1: think, that's what makes the AFC a lot more competitive this year than the NFC.
0: Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot on the line here going into that final two weeks. I mean, there's a lot on the line right now. But, yeah, actually, I, I think maybe the Dolphins are the uh, the team that's going to be out.
1: To be honest, if you look at the AFC playoff picture, everyone looks like they should have easy victories.
0: Yeah, I know the way the the way the schedules fall. It's like every team, you know, is either going to go, you have them going two and one or three and zero to finish up the year, except for the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins have the Patriots, which, you know, and we'll get to it. I. I like the Patriots. I like the Dolphins this week. And I know when I said it, you were like, hey, you know, Bill Belichick against those rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, 21 and five is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. The Dolphins have the toughest schedule. Patriots, Raiders on the road and Bills on the road. And the Bills are going to have to play. So, you know, it's plausible that the Dolphins could go one and two. And, and that one, I I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, the Dolphins have the toughest route. The Browns, I think, you know, they might end up as the seventh seed, but they're probably pretty safe at this point. They just have to take care of business, which, you know, the Giants have surprised people. You never know. You don't know what they're going to bring. So let's jump over to the NFC real quick before we get, uh, before we move on here. All right. So, like I said, Packers, one seed, Saints, two seed. Uh, as far as division races, there the Packers. There is no division race. The they're they're going to be the division winners. Just a matter of where they fall uh, in the seeding here. You have the Saints at ten and three. The Buccaneers are eight and five. Uh, but the Saints have the two and zero record against the Bucs. So I'm a, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Saints are are pretty safe in your mind.
1: Yeah. Um, what is it? Week sixteen. The Saints get. Who is it? The Vikings, who we've eh. had a history of uh some weird games playing against. Yeah,
0: yeah. Miracle in Minneapolis.
1: Yep, yeah, and then but then week seventeen, the Saints get where is it? The Panthers.
0: So, okay, so yeah, they they're gonna finish with eleven wins for yeah, sure. Game. If not more. So they'll 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 clinch up that. This is gonna be a good game, Saints Chiefs. Drew Brees is playing. Uh, yep. So, it has been ruled out. I don't know why. Yeah, that's uh, – he was actually looking pretty good with Taysom Hill at quarterback for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, which is weird. He looked better with Taysom
0: Hill than – Yeah. Uh, but you think the Packers hold on to that one seed?
1: Yeah, I don't see any reason that they don't. Because um, the Saints have the Chiefs this week which, to be honest, I think the Chiefs should win. Yeah. And then the Packers get... Who is it, Week 16? They get the Titans, which is a tough game.
0: Yeah, they can't stop the run, so that's yeah, that's going to be a dangerous matchup for them. But then the Bears, Week 17. Yeah, and the Bears aren't really going to have anything to play. They're,
1: they have I mean, packing live, but...
0: Yeah, they're, you know... So the Bears, uh, let's say let's say the Packers finish up. Uh, you know they beat the Panthers. Even if they lose to the Titans, they'll beat the Bears two and one. So they're going to finish up twelve and four. That should be good enough to get to keep them in that number one spot.
1: Yeah, because the Rams would need to go three and zero. I'm pretty sure.
0: The Rams would have to finish. Uh, yeah, the Rams would have to win out. Um, the Seahawks. Again we'd have to see who has the uh the tiebreaker for these. Oh it looks Try like I'm here. Seattle Seahawks.
1: The Rams have the tiebreaker over the Seahawks. I think it's because of uh the head to head. Did they are they one on one against each other or they didn't play? They play week seventeen. No, they don't play week
0: seventeen. They play Week 16, so yeah. Um, I'm not sure who won that. Who won that first game? Uh, the Rams won, so they have they have the tiebreaker right now. That's why they're they're in the division lead. Um, so sticking with that, Rams nine and four. They're in the three seed right now. Seahawks nine and four are in the five seed uh, in the five spot. Who wins that division?
1: Well, the Rams have the Jets, who we know the Rams are going to beat. Yeah. And then, honestly, it's going to be whoever wins week 16, the Rams Seahawks game. And then the Rams the Cardinals week 17, Well, the Seahawks get the
0: 49ers. All right. So let's say the Seahawks. I mean, all right. Let's say. I don't know. I think this is going to be a tough game for the Seahawks this week again we'll get to it but uh you know let's say if both teams end up with 12 or 11 wins because that is possible uh and the Seahawks win week 16 then they they split the season series and they both have. then you're looking at you know what division records
1: yeah it goes division records then NFC records
0: yeah so we'd have to take a closer look at that i mean <laughs> All the stuff we're talking about, everything's gonna change. Like it's gonna be completely different. I bet after uh, after um, this week. So, uh, all right. So you have the Ra- so you like the Rams to win the division then and keep that that at least the three seed. Um, I'm gonna go Seahawks. I like the okay
1: Seahawks to uh, win the division. I bet on them in the preseason. So gotta stick with them. Yep.
0: All right. So Seahawks, you have jumping into the the three seed winning the, the, uh, NFC West. Uh, all right, let's get to the NFC East because you have the Washington football team at six and seven after uh, a big win against the, uh, the Steelers two weeks ago. And then
1: the best part about the NFC East is when you look at the, on the bubble, every NFC East team is still technically alive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's very, very sad. Uh, you know, with the Cowboys winning against um, uh, against the Bengals last week, and then the Eagles with the upset of the Saints. I mean, let's. Uh, I'm trying to trying to pull up the schedule for the Washington football team, but it's such a pain because if you just type in, you can't type in Redskins schedule. You gotta type in football team schedule, and then it just gives you the schedule for every team in the NFL. <laughs> um all right, so the they have Seattle, then they yeah. have the
1: Panthers week sixteen, and then week seventeen should be
0: it's the Eagles week seventeen. So, you know, if the if the uh, if they lose to the Seahawks, they beat the Panthers, which I don't know what you're getting out of this team on a regular basis, but they just have they they've got. Uh, What'd they do here? They just beat... All right, so they, they beat the Steelers two weeks ago, and then they beat the 49ers last week on the road. So, I mean, they're they're feeling pretty good. They've, they've got four wins in a row now. The problem for them, you know, if the Giants do decide to play at some point, that the Giants have the 2-0 series lead. So any tie break is going to go to the Giants, right? And... They could finish. I, I honestly think that, you know, that last week against the Eagles, not that the Eagles have a shot. I don't think they, I don't think they do, but that's going to be a tough game for them going into Philly. You know, Philly's going to want to, you know, if they're out of it, they're still going to play.
1: Yeah. Um, well, speaking of the Eagles and the Cowboys, they need to go perfect three, and zero, and they need Washington to lose out basically
0: yeah because the the uh yeah they yeah any any you know any loss by the eagles or the cowboys the rest of the season they're done um well i guess not the eagles yet yeah, no i don't know <laughs> the, i think the the cowboys yes cuz they'll be at 10 losses the eagles if they lose right then the best they can do is 6-9 and 1 uh I mean technically the, the Eagles can win the division at six nine and one. So they could lose. And
1: win because win the division because of that stupid tie they had.
0: That tie and yeah, they would have to that one loss just couldn't be to the Redskins or the the football team in week seventeen. What's the Eagles schedule?
1: Eagles have uh I mean, I think
0: week 16 if and they uh, yeah i mean if they if they could lose to the cardinals and then win the next two games and win the division technically <laughs> this is true which is, which is just crazy um all right but do you think you think Washington wins the division you think the giants win the division what do you think happens uh,
1: to be honest i have to lean washington here just for the fact that the giants get the Browns and then the Ravens, who... The Ravens have something to play for. Yeah. The Browns have something to play for. And then... They finish up with the Cowboys. The Cowboys and the Giants... When's the last time you remember the Giants beating a Cowboys team?
0: They should have beaten... They should have beat them earlier this year, but they... Yeah. You know. Exactly. They should have beaten a lot of teams this year. They just couldn't finish, so... Uh, And like you said, I mean, Garrett... You know, I would think that the the Giants could be the Giants could beat the Browns. I, I think the Giants are set up defensively to stop the Browns' offense. They they they're good against the run. They've got good corners. They got a good secondary. Blake Martinez is an animal. I think that they have, but <laughs> Browns just get after the quarterback. And I think I think you you told me you know is Colt McCoy going to start? Daniel Jones is questionable right now. Um, it doesn't look like he's going to play. So, ah, yeah, well, McCoy's
1: probably playing Freddie Kitchens is the offensive coordinator this week. And then James Bradbury's out because of COVID.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Well, he doesn't have it, but he's a close contact.
0: It's high risk. Yeah. This is like the NFL made all these moves to help, you know, the Ravens when they had their issues and all this stuff. Bradbury has been, he's been an all pro corner this year and they're going to be without him. And they, you know, it's just like you want it, you want it to be fair and it just doesn't seem like the NFL is being fair about this, you know? And now, and we said it a couple weeks ago, we were like, well, it hasn't affected the giants really. I mean, You know, we'd probably feel differently if it did, and now it is. And we're going to be without our best, uh, you know, our best secondary player. player. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the Giants are in a tough spot. I think they.
1: I mean. I. The worst thing that happened to the Giants was uh, this game getting moved to uh, Sunday
0: night. Yeah, it just seemed like it was, you know, the Giants were playing really well, and then, you know, they they get that big win over the Seahawks, and then they just followed up with a freaking dud at home against the uh, the Cardinals, which
1: well, the, um, the problem is that since this game got flexed to Sunday night. The NFL can't
0: move this game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Just really frustrating because.
1: If Bradbury comes up with two negative tests, I bet you if this was like a Monday night or like a Monday 5 p.m., he probably would be able to play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see that you see them just move a game from, you know, Monday night to Tuesday or, or, uh, what else, you know, Sunday to Tuesday. And then they're able to play, but yeah, I mean, you can't do that because they're not going to give up that prime time, you know, that prime time game. So yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think the, the, uh, Washington football team is going to win the division. The giants are going to miss the playoffs and not have a good draft pick because they just decided to start, you know, they, they, they went out of their way to ruin this and just put themselves in a terrible position. You know, it's like, they'll pro- they're probably going to have like a, what, they're probably going to have like a, uh, you know, eight eight or nine overall, ten overall pick. If that, probably uh, probably not even that high. Well, you
1: got the six teams that are eliminated that are definitely worse than them. I'm going to guess the Giants are going to go six and ten on the season. So you figure the the Broncos probably worse than them. So six, seven, so, eight, probably around 10, to 10. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible, but like, you know. And then depending on tiebreakers with people with the same record, it could be.
0: Yeah. I mean, four weeks ago, we were looking at, you know, top three pick. And now we got all excited because, oh, they could make the playoffs. You know, they're first in the division and then this happens. So, all right. I mean, outside of that, I don't think that there's, you know, the, the bears aren't made the Lions, the Vikings, um, you know, Hey, they're on the boat. The Cardinals are right now, the seven seed at seven and six. So is there any team that you see potentially jump in the Cardinals? You think the Vikings do it? You think, uh, it's really, I mean, it's really just the Vikings and the bears. I think the lions have to, the lions would have to win out. Um, so I, I think that they're, Nah, the the
1: lions are. I i's I don't think Stafford's playing this week.
0: Yeah, the lions lions are going to lose this week. Do you, you, you think the Vikings or the Bears jump them? Jump uh, into the playoff picture?
1: Well, honestly, this is a loser leaves town. This Vikings versus Bears game this
0: week. Yeah, this is they a big game. Eliminate someone. Yeah. So, uh, you would you would you say whoever wins this game makes the playoffs? You think that they could? You think the Cardinals are going to make the playoffs?
1: Oh, let's look at uh, the Cardinals. They have the Eagles this week, so you would think Cardinals. And the 49ers, who are a frisky team. You never know what you're going to get with the 49ers.
0: Yeah. And then the Rams.
1: And then the Rams. Which it's going to
0: matter. Yeah, and they, I mean, they usually play the Rams pretty well. These division games, you, like, you just never know. Even if a team's out of it, you, they, you know this division has a has a history of some uh some crazy things happening, so I mean if the Cardinals finish eight and eight um you know the Vikings I gotta look at the Vikings schedule now
1: Vikings have the saints next week and then they have the lions
0: seventeen so so if they beat the Bears, they're gonna they would finish eight and eight as well. I don't think they go and beat the saints, but you never know. Um so if they finish if they both finish eight and eight, then you're looking at uh division record, right? Or because they're different I don't know I don't know all the tiebreaker scenarios. It would be
1: conference records.
0: It would go to because they're not in the same division, right? Yep. So it would go to conference which uh Division conference record or against records common opponents. I'm just looking at the. Uh, you know what? Bing sucks. Well, I don't know why. Getting on Christmas. I type in NFL standings on Bing, and the first three links that come up are NFL standings 2018. Why? You think I think I want to know what they are. I'm typing in NFL standings. Give me the most current NFL standings. All right. Google knows all. Yeah. So the the uh conference record for the Vikings is 4 and 5. For the Cardinals, it is 5 and 4. So uh you know, more more to more to follow with that. I mean, that's obviously going to change with these with these uh conference games to finish up the season. So Uh yeah, I think I don't know you you, if you had to go out on a limb right now, what would you say, Vikings or Cardinals? Um, I'm gonna go Cardinals. I'll
1: play it safe. All right. I don't think the Vikings do much to impress me this season.
0: Yeah, the NFC is a little, you know, I know they have they have a ton of teams on the bubble compared to the AFC, but they're not really on the bubble. I mean,
1: they're just mad. Alive. Like yeah. the Panthers are four and nine they just because they can go technically seven and nine and somehow they have a tiebreaker that they're better
0: than the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean you have the Panthers at yeah. The Panthers are four and nine and you know, they're gonna be eliminated after this week. Uh you know, Lions are gonna be out after this week. Um <laughs> yeah, there's three NFC East teams, but none of them are gonna be out <laughs> because the division's still gonna be in play. Uh, So we'll see. I mean, we got, um, you know, we just talked about the Panthers. They're playing tonight. They could be, they could be done tonight. So um, we'll see. But uh, yeah, those are our thoughts on the. Well, your thoughts on the uh, the in and out playoff picture as it stands currently, and we'll revisit it next week. Um, But let's jump to your picture next week too. What's that? Should the, clear, the picture should be a lot clearer next week. too. Oh, oh yeah. This is, this is going to dwindle. The AFC, you know, you, there's going to be some teams knocked off um, in the AFC. I mean, if the Dolphins beat the Patriots, the Patriots are done. Uh, if the Broncos lose today, they're done. Uh, the Raiders, I mean, I can't. How'd they lose to that team? How'd they lose, you know, to that Anthony Lynn coach team?
1: Yeah, he tried to blow it too, Anthony.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: use confused timeout. Like, I don't. Should I take one?
0: Yeah, I, I. That's that to me. Just like, you know, as as a two as a two year high school coach, that was always on my mind. Like, just time management, clock management. You know, if this is happening, are we going to use a timeout? Like, that's stuff that you have pre programmed. you should have pre programmed already. And you're coaching at the highest level, and you can't figure out when to use a timeout. It's crazy to me. Um, but, yeah, uh, a lot's going to change just today. I mean, you have two two teams that could be knocked off the list today. So uh, we're going to revisit that. But let's talk about how we did last week real quick, and then we'll give you our p- – so what we're going to do now, we're going to do uh, against – we're going to do our, our recap from, um, from week f- uh, 14 and our total records, and then – or against the spread picks, then we're gonna finish up with some prop bets because we've been just on fire with the prop bets. If you've been if you've been paying attention, uh the prop bets between what we talked about on the podcast, what we put out tweeting um for the Monday night and Thursday night games, we're seven for we're seven and one in our prop bet pick. So you got to jump on the bandwagon and and uh start paying attention to what we're doing because we're we're on fire right now. And we're gonna finish up with some prop bets. So why don't you give us the recap from uh, week fourteen, and then uh, our totals so far.
1: Hey, uh, we both went uh, three and two last week. Solid week, nothing too crazy. And then uh, your record there is uh, a staggering forty-one and twenty-nine. You're winning fifty-eight point five percent of your bets.
0: It's right in that sharp territory.
1: That's way above sharp territory. S-
0: squaring up those sharps, fifty-five percent, I think, is the uh, is the sharp number.
1: Yep, and then uh, I am back to 500, so I'm alive.
0: You're alive with three weeks left, 15 picks to go. Got to try to get uh, a few games over 500 and uh, and get some winnings to finish up the year.
1: Right at 52%. That's uh, the making money
0: territory. Yeah, which is obviously uh, within range, 500, and um, we'll finish up strong, so... Uh, With that, let's jump into our picks for this week. And we'll start off with the head-to-head. You want to throw that out? All
1: right. uh, Our head-to-head is going to be uh, the Seahawks versus the Washington football team. I'm going to take the Seahawks.
0: Yeah. We we talked about this briefly. Um, I'm on the other side of it. I like Washington uh, at home. That's the big thing to me is the Seahawks having to travel. If it was the other way around, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't even touch the uh, the football team here, uh, but the, between the travel and the, the way the, the the Washington team plays, uh, they they've been <laughs> Haskins is starting at quarterback, so this is very dangerous.
1: That's the big reason why I'm on uh, Seattle.
0: Yeah. So D- is that uh, yeah. the
1: football team D line can get after the quarterback, so yeah, that is your best chance to score points is. Chase Young returning a touchdown over, uh, throwing a touchdown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, I just think, I just think the way that the Washington plays their, their, their games are going to be close. Um, you know, we saw it with the Steelers. They, they want to grind it out and, uh, I could see them going with the same approach to keep the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands and just kind of shortening the game. And, uh, you know, staying within that touchdown uh, line here. So uh, what else do you have? All right.
1: Uh, I'm going to take this uh, first Saturday game. I'm going to take the Bills minus five and a half. Uh, the Bills are eight and five against the spread this season. But Denver's also eight and five. Denver has been a surprising uh, feisty team. But to be honest, that buoy suspension really hurts them. And it just, I think the bills are just on a streak to, uh, locking up that two seed. So you
0: know, drew lock every once in a while. He has those like big games. I know he had a big game last week, but he also has the duds. So the bills defense is playing a lot better. Yes, they are. They're playing up to where we thought they would be when the season started. So, um, I like, I like that, uh, five and a half number. I think that's, I think that's a good bet
1: and then uh my next game i'm going to take you called it before a college football spread i'm going <laughs> to play rams minus 17 and a half against the jets the jets have scored the jets have scored on their first drive in seven straight games and really covered
0: any of those games <laughs> they've that's 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 the uh, players, They uh, covered I'm, I'm. Uh, I didn't know that that was the case. That just, uh, to me, that just proves even more that they're just trying to lose. That they, Adam Gase
1: can draw up a great first ten plays, but then after that, he gets lost, confused,
0: bug yeah That's that's crazy. That's crazy to me. That's just like, here, let's let's put a good drive together to to throw him off the scent make it look like we're trying to win, and then we're just going to blow the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, um, I actually have a feeling, I don't know if this is a bet, but I'd love to look it up tomorrow if there's a bet. Does the Rams' defense outscore the New York Jets'
0: offense? That's, I mean, um, I would be, if I was Sam Darnold, I would, I would tell him I have mono. <laughs> <laughs> because I would not, uh, I would be very scared of what Aaron Donald is going to do. Uh, tomorrow.
1: Yeah. um, Aaron Donald wants to lock up that defensive player of the year,
0: which he will, he'll most likely get.
1: Uh, there's been a lot of, uh,
0: I mean, miles Garrett is up there. TJ watt is, uh, yeah. yeah. TJ. Watt, I think, I think just with, you know, the way the Browns have been, I think a lot of, a lot of, uh, people are looking at the Browns right now because the Browns haven't done anything in so long. You know that they're like the talk of the town, Uh, but Aaron. I mean, Aaron Donald's always at the top of the list. It's just a matter of, you know, do they? To me, it's you know, do they? Do they just want to give it to somebody else? That's how I look at it. You know. But uh,
1: I I texted this stat to you. I think it was two or three weeks ago, so I don't know the updated numbers, but Aaron Donald's been double teamed on seventy one percent of his plays and then it was 8% was triple
0: teamed. Which yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, just like, imagine what, imagine, you know, how everybody else on that D line feels when they're like, Oh, this guy's going to get double triple teamed. So you're talking about 71% double team. I, I don't know if it, do the triple teams count in that 71%, but if they don't, you're talking about 79, almost 80% of the time he's drawing at least two people. So that means 80% of the time, somebody else should be making a play. Yes. So that's, that's just in, incredible. That's incredible.
1: My next game, I'm going to take the uh, Chiefs at minus three against the Saints. I know Drew Brees is back. Uh, I think they're rushing him back because they can't have Payson Hill start another game.
0: Yeah. I'm curious, at what number would you not like this? Like, do you think the Chiefs are going to win by a good amount? Uh, I actually do. I actually think the Chiefs are going to
1: come motivated to this game, unlike many of the Chiefs games.
0: Yeah. But, so uh, the, Saints, the Saints are home, and I think that actually helps the Chiefs. Indoors on that fast track, I think. Oh, yeah. Tyreek Hill is going to run all over the place. With no fans or anything. Yeah
1: who do you, who on the Saints covers Kelsey?
0: Are you going to have a cornerback cover Kelsey? they're going to try to get Malcolm Jenkins on him and he's going to get burned That's, that's going to go horribly. Kelsey, Kelsey leads the league in receiving yards. Yeah, uh, What is it 1200 just pass? yeah yeah so and I, and I didn't realize, but he's just been so consistent all year. Oh yeah, it's just like 90 to 100
1: yards every game just solid. Yeah,
0: yeah. so I, there's just too many weapons and. You know, who's going to cover Tyreek Hill? Is it going to be, it's not, you know, Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore is not going to be able to cover him. No, he's more of a Sammy
1: Watkins, like big physical guy.
0: Yeah. And who's the other guy? Jenkins? Yeah. Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Good luck. Um, Yeah.
1: I mean, no, Michael Thomas hurts them. And if you look at Breeze's Yards through the air, which is like an advanced statistic. It's like one of the worst in like NFL history.
0: It's like negative, right? I think (laughs) 3.5 yards in the air per pass. He throws so many passes behind the line of scrimmage. So that's Mm -hmm. just negative, you know, negative two yards, negative one yard. Screen pass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, without Michael Thomas, this, if you're going to jump on this game, you better get on it now because come tomorrow, uh, this yeah number jumps at least to like four and a half to be honest,
1: yeah
0: yeah, so get on it now at three and then uh my final
1: game, I'm going to take the uh Browns against the Giants i I don't see how the Giants can overcome losing their starting quarterback, their offense coordinator. I just told before uh week came on the outside linebackers coach or the linebackers coach Brett Bilman, the Giants took a job at where was it Illinois? Yeah. Starting immediately, so right before the game, he's leaving he's... To, go to
0: take a job in college. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, So this guy, and we, we talked about it briefly, this guy came in to this season saying that he was looking for a college job. And you said he took, a, he took the interview at Michigan State after getting hired. Yep, like a week after getting hired with the Giants. And he, and at that point, I mean, like, what at, what at what point do you question the commitment? Like, you know he's looking for a job, and you know that t- in typical college fashion, uh, teams fire their coaches right after, you know, uh, or coaches leave after bowl games. Or no, I mean, I'm sorry, before bowl games. So you knew that there was a chance he was going to leave around this time because jobs are going to be opening up. I don't, I don't know how this is like, I don't know how this is acceptable. You know, it's one thing if you, if the jets, you know, we're like, ah, you know, we lost a couple coaches to college and, you know, we're zero and 12, whatever. It's fine because we don't want to, you know, we'll, we'll play. We'll, we just won't have position coaches the rest of the year because we're trying to lose anyway. Right. But this is a team that, you know, this is the NFL, the team that has a chance to make the playoffs and your coach just jumps And goes, which whatever you take the opportunity when you can get it. But in my mind, they never, you know, once they realized that he wasn't going to be committed and there was a chance he was going to leave, they shouldn't have brought him in. Uh, My question
1: is, if you're the Illinois Illini, why are you even hiring this guy to a six-year deal? And his first year, he gets makes
0: four point two million dollars. The number, the number of coaches that get recycled is insane. The number of coaches that have gone places and failed and then go and, you know, they take, uh, you know, a, an offensive coordinator, or a defensive, co- and then they get another shot and then they fail again. And it's just like, you see the same coaches recycled and recycled just over and over again. And it's like, at what, you know, when do you, you saw a lot of teams a couple of years ago, take shots on code on, on brand new, like, you know, Matt LaFleur, uh, Stefanski, Zach Taylor, like these coaches, right? And then you see Matt LaFleur come in and the Packers win 13 games. Now the Packers are probably going to win another 13 games. Stefanski with the Browns, they had a, a disappointing year last year, but now he's got a better uh, better handle on things and they're 9-4. and four. Zach Taylor, the Bengals have actually been competitive for the most part. They were one of the best teams against the spread, right? I mean, a couple, a few weeks ago. So, yeah.
1: um,
0: I mean, and then you look at the the Cowboys and you you get Mike McCarthy recycled, which I, I actually thought that I wanted him as the Giants coach. And I know Jets fans wanted him as the Jets coach. So I, there are times where it's like, okay, you know, but I mean, in college, you see the you see these coaches just like they bounce around like crazy, you know, and I know we talked about it and uh, not to beat a dead horse. We talked about this. I, I I think we talked about it on the podcast. It might've been offline, but the the Hugh freeze hiring by, by Liberty who has had a great year. I mean, how many coaches get hired after they, they leave a program because of a scandal. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. And didn't, didn't this guy have a? Didn't this guy have something go on with, with, arkansas or something he was oh uh i thought it was old Miss. i think it was old Miss. yeah hugh freeze was at old miss but uh yeah brett bima when he was at arkansas he uh you know there was a lawsuit he was uh he was arrested oh for what Disorderly conduct and indecent exposure. <laughs> after, after Arkansas played Ole Miss back in 2015, him and his wife Jen were arrested for disorderly conduct and indecent exposure.
1: Oh, he was just—he just wanted to
0: experience that voyeurism life. <laughs> the the, the BMOs were apprehended naked in the bushes oh. in the southeast area of the grove behind Ventress Hall. So this was. On campus. Oh, he just wanted to get. (laughs) I don't blame. (laughs) Oh, man. This is like. (laughs) Bill Belichick subpoenaed in lawsuit against Brett Bielma. Well, that's uh because this was another issue. This was completely unrelated. But they probably were like, oh, you know. Bill Belichick, you know, your your boss, you know, Robert Kraft, he was he was arrested for you know, buying a, a happy ending. And uh yeah, so I mean this stuff happens all over the place and you just see these coaches keep popping up. Why, Why do they keep popping up? <laughs> the best part was so he left Wisconsin after
1: going to the Rose Bowl three straight years. And then he went to Arkansas to go play with the big boys in the SEC. He went three and nine, seven and six, eight and five, seven and six, and four and eight.
0: So he had a little bit of success. I mean
1: Yeah, he went twenty-nine and thirty-four in the SEC. Yeah. And then he took a year off in two thousand eighteen. And then in two thousand nineteen he was the Defensive consultant to head coach Bill Belichick And was later promoted to D-line coach And then this year he was the Giants outside linebacker coach And now he's a head coach of a college program
0: Yeah, I mean it's like they just kind of like Stay in the shadows And then all of a sudden they pop right back up And they get one of these jobs Which, you know, the fighting Illini job its That's nothing to like ride home about They haven't been good, but it's already updated on his profile.
1: Yep, his Wikipedia profile.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this stuff happens all the time. The Giants are a mess right now. And I just I, I don't know how this, this kind of stuff happens in the NFL where you have so much on the line. Um but let me let me give throw my picks out there before we get to the props so we can get out of here. Um, let me bring it up. All right. So I think we actually misspoke. So okay. The head-to-head. Did you say? Uh, did you say that it was the Seahawks? Yeah, Redskins. Okay, so I actually had something different. Um, I don't have the Redskins on my my list here, and I spoke about it anyway. I'll say I do like the Redskins plus six. I actually took I actually took them off because of the Haskins comment you made. Oh,
1: but, really?
0: So I so I actually have our head-to-head is I have the Giants at plus six. Okay. So same number, just different game. I have the Giants plus six against the Browns. I don't know why. I just think the the Giants, you know, they're going to give us a last glimmer of hope. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think they're going to make it close enough to actually make us watch the entire thing and disappoint us at the end. All right.
1: So you have more faith in Colt McCoy than Dwayne Haskins?
0: Yeah. Like I said last week, I... I'm sick of Daniel Jones. I mean, I I would be okay if I never watched him play another game for the Giants because I don't think that he's any good. I just don't think that he's any good. He doesn't he doesn't get more out of the team. He's, you know, like he just doesn't give me the feeling like, all right, yeah, we got this. You know, the Giants could, in my opinion, with him at quarterback, they could lose to any team. And you could say, oh well, they could beat any team. Look at what they did to the Seahawks. Blah 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 uh but that was with Colt McCoy a quarterback <laughs> so i uh i'm okay with Colt McCoy um so i'll take the giants plus 6 all right um t- i'm going to go with tonight's game i'm going to take the packers minus 8 against the panthers and uh i just think that you know McCaffrey's out i just think the pa- i know that the i know the Panther- uh the packers can't stop the run but I don't know, man. Aaron Rodgers is just on such a, he's on a, you know, him and, are you kidding me with Devontae Adams? Like they just, same. it's just nonstop. It's nonstop. There's nothing you can do about it. And it's not going to stop this week. I think the Packers, uh, you know, they, they gave up a backdoor cover last week. Uh, They got the win, but they, you know, they should have won by more, but uh, minus eight, give me the Packers at home and moving right along here. I like the Colts minus seven and a half uh, at home against the Texans. I, the Texans are done, in my opinion, and the Colts have a lot to play for. Uh, I know, you know, I don't. I never like betting on Phillip Rivers, but I'll take this minus seven and a half. I think between the defense and the way the offense is playing right now, I think that they're they're gonna run away with this. A couple closer, uh, a closer game here, spread wise. Dolphins minus one and a half at home against the Patriots. I like this game. I think the, the Dolphins defense is, uh, you know, I think they're going to be okay. Cam Newton has just looked so terrible. He's so bad. I was listening to the radio the other day and I'm up here in Connecticut. So I've been listening to some, some Patriots talk up here and they said, instead of, (laughs) instead of giving Newton like an actual contract, they should just say, all right, for every touchdown pass you throw, we'll give you half a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. You would have paid him, what two? What does he have? Three touchdown passes. He yeah. has three, three. He, had, he had three or five. And I'm curious. So Cam Newton signed a seven and a half million dollar incentive.
1: Yeah, I think realistically he's only making like eight 800- hundred. 80,000 or something he's like yeah. the hundred highest paid player in the nfl or something i heard
0: yeah so let's say he's got the minimum right he you know he hit he'll get some incentives he's got a lot of rushing touchdowns but he has five passing touchdowns i mean if you just said hey we'll give you a touchdown you know every touchdown you throw we'll give you half a million dollars all right there's two and a half million dollars that's uh you know i think that's fair i mean he's just been awful Somehow he has a 66% completion percentage. I don't understand that. Uh, Seems like every Completion percentage has become kind of a useless stat. It seems like everybody's inflated. Everybody's doing those, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's turned into like a West coast offense type league with how much they throw the ball. They, they just do those high percent, you know, they're getting rid of the run and they're just doing those high percentage Uh, Pass plays and that's exactly what the West Coast offense is those short high percentage pass plays the Saints I mean we talked about that already. That's what they've pretty much grown to do or what they're what they're built to do Uh, but yeah, I mean Newton's just been awful and the The Dolphins defense has looked pretty good. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins You're basically, you know if you want to buy a half point and just say all right if they win you'll at least push uh, That's fine and the last one here, I'm going to finish up with the Bucks minus six. They're on the road against the Falcons, and the Falcons have played better. They're coming off a loss to the Chargers, but uh, you know the Bucking the Bucks, they want to solidify that playoff spot, and I think if they get a win here, they do that. So uh, they're going to come out ready to go, and and uh, I think they'll win by at least a touchdown against this Falcons team. So those are my picks. I have. Uh, you want to do? Uh, give us the recap real quick, and then we'll finish up with prop bets. Hey,
1: right. uh, I'm on the Seahawks minus six, the Bills minus five and a half, the Rams minus seventeen and a half, KC minus three, and our head to head is Cleveland versus the Giants. I have them at minus six. You have the Giants at plus six, and then you also have the Packers plus eight, the Colts Min- minus eight. Oh, minus eight. Yeah. Yep. I wish the Packers again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the Colts minus seven and a half, the Dolphins minus one and a half, and Tampa Bay minus six.
0: Yeah, so those are our picks. Uh, again, we both went three and two last week. Austin's at five hundred. I'm twelve games over. We're both kind of feeling it right now. Uh, so, so get on the bandwagon. And uh, speaking of getting on the bandwagon, if you're not listening to our prop bets, uh, you really need to because we are cooking right now cooking with gas as they say so we have some prop bets we're just focusing on these two games today and uh i have three i have three bets from the packers game one from the uh bills broncos game and you have a couple from each so let's start with that that bills broncos game what prop bets do you like for that one i like uh over Three and a
1: half receptions for Jerry Judy. I think the Broncos are going to be down all game and they're going to have to throw it. And Judy just needs four receptions. Let me yeah. pull up his stats real quick last couple of games. I know last week he killed it. So uh, Judy has 40 receptions on the season, 636 yards, and only two touchdowns. But uh what was it? Uh last week only two catches, forty two yards. What game am I Oh, uh Tim Patrick had the crazy game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's been like the uh the go to guy lately. Uh but I mean
1: I'm gonna assume he's gonna get the uh better cornerback, Tredavious White and Judy might be forgotten a little bit because last two games, he only has three catches in the last two games.
0: Yeah. So what's the, what's the number on that? It is, I'm seeing
1: it as
0: where'd it go? Even money. Okay. So yeah, I mean, prop bets, if you're getting even money, uh, you're not really going to get too much better than that. For the over/under, on totals like receiving yards, catches, stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, it's it's good value. And between Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy, I mean, yeah, you have to throw Noah Fant in there, but uh, you know, Jerry Judy's kind of like that. He's he's a top three weapon on the team. And if, going off of your 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 game flow expectations, they're going to be throwing the ball. So. Three and a half catches, uh, you know, four catches is definitely doable for him. And then
1: uh, my second one from that game, I'm going to take Josh Allen any time score. So this means he has to either catch a receiving touchdown or run one in.
0: More like do both?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have seen him do both. But more likely, running in, he has one, two, three, four, five, six rushing touchdowns on the season. And honestly, the Bills cannot run the ball into the end zone unless it's Josh Allen running the ball into the end zone.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that he he's the uh, first option uh, in goal-to-go situations to run it in. He's just so big, like, you know, he'll fall forward and get you two, three yards. But uh, speaking of Josh Allen, I like the under passing yards. Right now it's at 270 and a half. Uh if you look at his game logs it's kind of like you know back and forth. Um last week against the Steelers he had 238, two touchdowns uh threw the ball 43 times. The Broncos are actually decent against the pass. They're 10th ranked uh, allowing 220 yards passing a game. They can be run against. So I think that's kind of I think that's going to be the game plan. Uh, going, especially when they're on the road in Denver, I think you're going to see the Bills run the ball a little bit more. So I think our, our prop bets kind of feed into each other a little bit. Uh, so, so I like that. Um, but under 270 and a half passing yards, I like that in this game. That's my only prop bet from this game is uh, the under Josh Allen passing yards. So let's get to the Panthers on the road in Green Bay. And I know you have two picks from this game. Why don't you throw those out there?
1: All hey, right. um, mine are both uh, Aaron Jones related. The running back. I'm gonna go Aaron Jones over 61 and a half rushing yards at minus 134. Then I'm, go, I'm gonna go Aaron Jones anytime score at minus 155.
0: All uh, right, so big on big on Aaron Jones this game.
1: Yeah, Carolina, and- the uh, 29th ranked defense against running backs. They're averaging, giving up 113 yards rushing on the ground per game.
0: The the makings are there for him to have a big game. If you look at the... Let's see here. Yep. So, the last 10 games head to head, the, uh, the Packers are, are averaging 115 rushing yards a game. And that, that bumps up in the last three. I mean, if you just want to look at recent history, the last three, 118 rush yards per game, uh, for the Packers. So, I mean, you're essentially saying based on the numbers that Aaron Jones should have half of that. I think that's, I think that's a good bet. I'm surprised that, uh, it's not higher.
1: Yeah, honestly, uh the way Aaron Jones runs a lot of times, a lot of his runs are big gains. Yeah. It's two yards, three yards, and then he'll pop one for 20 or 30. And you just need, honestly, one big run. He has a chance to hit both those props in one run.
0: Yep. Yep. Green Bay. uh, They are top 10 in rushing yards per game. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely like that at 61 would you say sixty one and a half? Yep, sixty-one and a half rushing. And uh and an any time touchdown. So I I have a couple I have one I went more on the Rogers side of things here. Uh I think they're gonna push Rogers for this MVP. So and I know he leads the league in touchdown passes right now. I think he's at thirty six, I think is the number. Uh so I like the over two and a half touchdowns. You are getting even money on this. Uh, I like the, the, you know, you know, Devontae Adams is going to catch one. And to to combine with that, I have a Robert Tanyan anytime touchdown. I think he's going to snag a touchdown in this one. Um, I don't believe the Panthers are very good against tight ends. And uh, Aaron Rodgers likes Tanyan in the red zone. So going with the Tanyan anytime touchdown plus 160. Which isn't great, but I mean, I think there's a there's a good chance. Uh, the way that I'm setting it up is, you know, I think Rogers is going to have three or four touchdown passes, so I'm I'm betting that one of them will go to him. Um, so <clears throat> over two and a half, even money, Robert Tonyan touchdown plus one hundred and sixty, and then on the other side of the ball, uh, Panthers. Uh, I'm sorry, the the Packers are are just not good against running backs and. Mike Davis right now, total receptions is three and a half. Uh, over th- I'm, I'm betting over three and a half for Mike Davis uh, receptions. So I'm trying to get the number here. What's the number? Minus 155. So, uh, you know, not great value, but I think it's very, uh, very good chance that this hits. Uh, Very I think this could hit by halftime, honestly, Um, you know, kind of like that Lamar Jackson bet we put in the other day over rushing yards. He was over that uh, by halftime. So I think this is another situation where you could be sitting. You could be very comfortable, you know, just enjoying the second half of this game, knowing that you already hit this prop bet. So uh, those are our prop bets again. Hey, we got you know, I had. I have four. You had four. That's eight prop bets. We're seven and one in our last eight picks between Monday and Thursday night. So uh, it doesn't really get much better than that, you know. So, so you got to be paying attention to what we're throwing out there. And we've been tweeting it out, too. So, you know, you got to follow us on Twitter. Uh, we tweeted out, what was it, two prop bets for the uh, rate. We had Darren Waller over and Josh Jacobs anytime touchdown. For Thursday night and we hit both so uh, pay attention look out on Twitter for uh, for our prop bets we will be sending out before game time today so those are our picks those are our, those are our against the spread picks and our prop bets going in did things a little differently we kind of put fantasy on the back burner for now uh, once you get into you know towards the end of the season it's kind of just a you know it's a crapshoot anyway but uh, you know you just don't know Who's it? It just gets a little bit more convoluted, so we're not even going to worry about that going forward. Uh, we're going to focus on prop bets. So, uh, why don't you throw our our uh, information out there, our our social media, and we'll get out of here.
1: Yep. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Where you can, as Max was talking about, you can get those pics we're tweeting out. It's at Square the Sharp. You can follow us on Instagram at Squaring Up the Sharp. Email us at squaring up the sharp at gmail.com we're on youtube at squaring up the sharp and i think that's it so we yeah. get here
0: yeah uh we will see you for week uh you know enjoy week 15 action and we'll talk to you again hey i mean christmas is next week so yeah. enjoy the holidays i mean we'll, we might do a little recap show but if uh, if we're not able to get on because of the holidays, then we'll uh, we'll see you afterwards. So you enjoy. Anybody who's listening, enjoy the uh, the Christmas. Hopefully, you can uh, have some normalcy during this holiday time with everything that's going on. So enjoy the holidays, my friend, and uh, we will see you after some week 15 action. Sign us off, Austin. Here's to squaring up the sharp.